0: TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Fire and Soul. I am so excited that you're here. And by the way, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to our 100th episode last week. If you missed that, it is right before this episode. It's called Episode 100, The Journey to Fire and Soul. And I highlighted seven of my Top guests that really made an impact on my life and on my business on a spiritual level, a personal level, certainly a professional level, and that has become one of our top downloads of the entire year. So you guys really came out like gangbusters to support that episode to listen, to learn. I got many messages, thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to listen to the show, to share it with friends, to leave a review. Speaking of, I wanted to share a review that um I was just reading and I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And it says, listen for truth, five stars, thank you. From Wick F.H., she says, I have been listening for a while, even went back to listen from the beginning because there's so much truth and honesty that I didn't want to miss a single nugget. It amazes me how many times I listen to an episode, whether brand new or older, and I hear exactly what I need to hear to get my act moving Michelle has a way of speaking to my soul, and I always take away something from each episode. Wow, thank you so much for that review, and I appreciate all the reviews over there on Apple, which is our predominant player, and uh, thank you to those of you who are listening from all around the world. Uh, we have many listeners here in the States, which is where I am based, specifically in Santa Monica, California, but... We've got people in Australia and New Zealand and Ireland and all over the world. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Today, I wanted to share on my thoughts around my experience of this pandemic. And part of this was spawned from watching uh, one of my best friends, Rhea Schwartz, post something on her Instagram about a week ago around how, you know, what she had done this year also to grow and to serve and to start. And I got inspired by her post and I thought, gosh, that's the exact same thing that I feel and that we talk about and that I share with other friends. And I thought, why not talk about it here, which is how to grow during this pandemic and specifically business, right? Because there are so many small businesses that are out of business, millions in fact already in just the six, seven months of this pandemic hitting the world, which breaks my heart. I mean, when I drive up and down my favorite street here in Santa Monica called Montana Avenue, There's like about a fourth of the businesses that I've been going to for over 20 years that are just closed. They are done and they will not reopen. And that breaks my heart, you know, because I knew I live in a very small townish part of Santa Monica. It's very walkable. Everyone rides their bikes and walks their dogs. And it's not like the busy downtown part of Santa Monica. So it's neighborhoody. We know each other. And so to watch some of my friends, it feels like go out of business breaks my heart. And then there's the flip side of those who have grown and grown exponentially. And yes, a lot of it has to do with having a presence online or having pivoted to an online part of your business. And that is certainly the case with me. But there's more to it there. So there's a few ways in which I was able to glean. And I would say that it is three. And the number one is right when the pandemic hit uh, the states and then lockdown specifically mid-March of 2020 course I was scared, just like everyone, wondering if my two-year-old business had what it took to survive such a time. Would I make it? Would I still be around in a year from now? All the things, right? Because a lot of the way in which I really grow my business and network is is meeting people in the live rooms of some of my mentors, Jack Canfield and Tony Robbins and Panash Desai and And obviously that was all gone and we didn't know for how long, but I knew right away it was going to be a minute. I never thought it was going to be a few months. Remember in the beginning, it was like, oh, all the kids, like maybe just through like April or May. And then it was like, oops, nope, through summer. Oops, nope, now through the end of 2020. And now no one's even talking about this really changing much, even after 2021 begins. So this is our new normal. This is our new pivot. And it's been an opportunity to learn about myself. So yes, when the lockdown hit, I had those fears and they were very real and it lasted about 10 minutes of pure panic. And right about that time, we had Jarek Robbins, who is a brilliant coach and world sought after speaker and son of Tony Robbins, my ultimate mentor. And he was in our mastermind and he was talking about pandemic pivots, specifically for small business owners. And he gave us tremendous value. And then he just kind of talked at the end about I am considering, and I mentioned this last week in my 100th episode, but I want to break it down a little bit more on terms of how I have grown my business during this pandemic. He said he was going to offer a one day workshop and who would be interested. Many of us raised our hands, but my point of that is that he decided not to do a one day workshop. Well, he did it, but he then expanded it into an annual membership to his small business owner mastermind. And instead of feeding the fears, I decided to focus on feeding my faith. So that would be the first thing is feed your faith. But there's other components that are part of that. Feeding my faith meant that I actually turned off the news and all of media in general. I have probably had my TV on for news and the general media. And what I mean by that, like, It's kind of like entertainment news or soft news. The very show that I used to work on, right, Extra, an entertainment news program, it would be considered like a media platform, certainly on social media. So the first thing I did is I I turned it all off. I've probably watched real cable TV for a total of a couple of hours over the past six and a half, seven months. If I watch anything, I turn on my television for something on Netflix, usually a documentary, something that feels really good, feels really positive, feels really uplifting, or it's, you know, it's something informative that I need to know. And then in terms of social media, I unfollowed any accounts that were just full of fear and anxiety. And I started to just do my best to lead by example of not feeding the fear and only feeding my faith, but turning off the stuff that was causing more panic and anxiety within my own nervous system. And then immediately, so I joined Jarek Robbins Mastermind, which helped me focus on where I wanted to go versus where I was afraid of where things would go. So it was like, what could I control? My own focus, what I was going to feed my own mind. So that was super important for me. And then the next thing that I did is that I started following a couple of podcasts that I had really enjoyed in the past, but I mean, I followed them religiously, specifically my digital course mentor, Amy Porterfield. And I think I've talked about that here. I joined her digital course Academy in 2019, and that is the very source that was the seed of how I grew my business tremendously in 2019 and then continue to in 2020. Jarek, same thing, but She had a podcast episode that she put out from her very popular podcast called Online Marketing Made Easy, and it was basically of learning how to pivot, and she offered up a couple of tools, and I've talked about that here. I certainly talked about it in my mastermind, certainly in my training and coaching programs, and it made such a quantum difference in how I run my business that I was pretty blown away that I could take a few of those things that I was learning, but what did I do? I fed my mind, but I didn't just feed my mind. I took the action, so that's number two, right? So I took immediate action. I decided to invest in mentors, right? And that's what the immediate action is. You've got to hire a mentor or a guide that can lead you down the road that you want to go down because they've been there before you, right? They can get you there because they can give you the tools, the recipe, the framework, the formula, whatever you want to call it. But I knew that I had to invest in my mentors. So while Amy Porterfield was my mentor that I invested with uh, financially the year before, time is a precious commodity. So I invested hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of my time listening to her podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. And then I invested cold hard cash and time to Jarek Robbins Mastermind. It's such a funny thing. I have been leading masterminds for years, but I have never actually been in a mastermind, not a true mastermind. I joined a big group where there was like 350 people, but it was really like how to get aligned with your beliefs, thoughts and actions, which was a, it was a, it was a cool program, but it wasn't a mastermind. I'm not sure they even called it that. So I had never been in a mastermind. I've invested over $150,000 in my mentors through live programs and trainings, specifically Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield and Panash Desai over the last uh, three years, two and a half years. But I had never joined a quote mastermind. And so it was pretty awesome to be on the other side and to be at times in the hot seat and to be asked to get, you know, focused. And what I love about Jarek's mastermind is that he has you focus on one outcome at a time that will move the needle further and faster of your ultimate goals for your business. So that was really important. For example, one of those was is I had wanted to hire an executive assistant to to join my team for about a year and a half. And I had hired and fired actually four people it was It was a disaster, and I realized that that the common denominator out of all of that was like a fear and a and a distrust of you know who could actually take on this part of my role as the visionary of this organization and of this mission and so it was being in Jarek's mastermind, knowing that was my number one outcome. I had to do that. Because I couldn't keep doing all that I was doing and grow my business. And in fact, something had to give or I was going to burn out. And then for sure, my business wouldn't exist in 2021. So as soon as I joined that mastermind, I wrote that down. He has this accountability tracker sheet. And it's such an awesome thing, the way that your brain starts to find the solution for you when you make it be a priority. Again, one outcome. I made it be number one. And within, I think, 30 days of joining his mastermind, I found my unicorn executive assistant, Natasha. She's still with me today. We are stronger than ever, and we have plans to just continue to grow and thrive for years down the road. And of course, I've also built my team out. There's 16 members now. None of that would have happened if I was still in survival mode. None of that would have happened if I had not invested in myself and gotten clear on where do I want to focus? Where do I want to feed my faith versus my fears? Okay, who's the right mentor for me? By the way, Jarek wasn't the only mentor that I invested in. I also invested in Jack Canfield's Train the Trainer program. And by the way, as of last week, I officially passed the first exam. So I am a certified trainer for Jack Canfield. That's cool. And then the other thing is is uh, Panache Desai. Panache Desai, New York Times bestselling author. I've been on Super Soul Sunday. I highlighted these guests last week on my 100th episode. That just goes to show you how special they are. I didn't know any of them before this podcast existed. Not really. I'd met Jack Canfield a couple times in the parking lot of our church, Agape. And so to have Panache on and then to grow our relationship and now for him to be my spiritual mentor. And I was actually in his hot seat. So I'm actually in two masterminds right now, Jerick's and Panache's. Panache, I work with one-on-one, but I also am in his impact mastermind. And uh there is a quarterly call and, oh, excuse me. There's supposed to be a quarterly in, I think, annual in-person mastermind monthly Zoom calls. That's what it is. Because we can't do an in-person mastermind this year, they broke it. Up into three two hour live calls with him, and I was fortunate enough to get into the hot seat that actually happened just last week or just a couple days ago. And it was so beautiful. Oh my gosh. He talked about this, and maybe this will appeal to you as it certainly helped me. He talked about how if you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a coach, a trainer, or any sort of an expert, no one is coming to you for your curriculum. They're actually coming to you for your consciousness. And I was like, what? And I know that's true, but my ego had a really hard time with that because it was like, well, wait a second. No, I give them the six figure blueprint or I give them the exact how to seven step pitch formula to convert their live video viewers to prospects like a pro. Wait a second. No, we put them in the podcast accelerator and publish their podcast at the end of our eight week program. And he's like, "Hmm, you're mistaken. There are plenty of people out there that have similar types of programs or that are even available for free most of that content. And that's actually true, right? Even though in the podcast accelerator, we are the only program on the planet as of now that will produce your podcast for you. There's plenty of free content out there that can walk you through how to DIY it, right? And he was like, Michelle, make no mistake. There's a soul contract with you and your client or student, and they are responding to consciousness. And here's where you really get off the hook with this thought, if you want to decide to give it meaning and make it be true for you, is that you're off the hook to have to prove anything or to get it right or to be perfect. You trust in yourself that brought you to that very position of power and leadership. When I say power, I mean, you know, you're enough. It's time to rise and it's time to lead. And that's many of you listening that have gone from that, ooh, what if, and being a little bit invisible and playing small, to you're now doing it. I can't tell you how many listeners of my show a year ago were not leading masterminds or growing their one-on-one coaching or didn't have a podcast and now do. That is conscious leadership, my friend, because most of my clients tend to get drawn to my consciousness. I tend to think of myself as a conscious leader. Therefore, they are waking up and are, are highly conscious themselves. Because there's a lot of people out there doing what you want to do. they are no more qualified or capable than you, but you've got to activate your consciousness to be optimized at its highest version. And so that brings to then my third nugget. So the first is feeding your faith versus feeding the fears, right? Number two is investing in a mentor. And there's a lot of bullet points to each one of these. And the third one is to get really grateful. And I know that sounds so basic, but it's so true. See, after I was in the hot seat with Panache last week, I realized when I was going to sleep that I was feeling really peaceful and it gave me the access to get extremely grateful for all that I have and not being in this rush to create more. I'm very proud and honored to say that my business has doubled in revenue and I started a new six-figure business. It's my affiliate business. I mean, it has grown to six figures this year. I started it last year, did about $15,000 in affiliate revenue, and I hit six figures this year, predominantly with Jack Canfield, and I shared that last year, but I also earned about $10,000 with Digital Course Academy being affiliate and being an affiliate for a couple of other things. How amazing is that, right? So being able to look at a whole nother opportunity of growing my business in a different way that doesn't cost me anything, and it's a win-win for everybody. For my affiliate, who's got a community, for that person's community members, for me, for my team, and then for the impact that each one of these people will make and the lives that they will touch. It just grows. It's such a beautiful thing. So as I was reflecting on my gratitude of my my revenue growth, my new business growth, getting clarity, getting clear on, I want to take more time off. I want to pare down. I don't want to do 12 launches. I want to do six launches and reduce that by 50% next year and figure out for 2022 how I can reduce it even more by getting super laser focused on which programs light me up the most, which ones have the greatest effect and what of those have the greatest ROI, right? For my own time and my own passion, and my own consciousness. And so when I thought about all that, I was like, oh, I am so grateful, and it actually brought tears to my eyes. You know, I've talked about this a bit, and I remember back in, I think it was May, when the segment that I was on, on Extra, for four years, which was my dream job for 10 years, was canceled. And it wasn't a shock to me. I had a feeling it was coming. And I knew from my time at Rhythmia and sipping the plant medicine of ayahuasca back in November of 2019, that I would be leaving that show. And in fact, I even thought I would leave at the end of 2019, but I'd already signed the contract because they go from September to September. And I just thought, you know, I don't want to leave them hanging, especially over the holiday break. And it's not that it's not fun. I really enjoy it. So I'll keep showing up, but this will be my last contract. So I had already known that I was exiting. But I didn't want to leave them hanging. And yet then the universe took care of it through the pandemic and not being able to tape and all the things that segment was canceled in April of 2020. And so even as I was reflecting on that episode a couple nights ago, as I was going to sleep with tears streaming down my face, I remember sharing on that episode and it was called Extra Gratitude. I think that was the title of it, y'all. And I remember saying to you, don't just write or think the gratitude really feel it because if you really feel your gratitude for your kids for your neighborhood for your parents health for your own health for your emotional fitness for the growth in your life for your pets i mean my dog i could just look at him and and deeply look in look at him in the eyes and it just will slay me i'll cry right? And thinking about my friends and my family and my community and my mentors and my guides and the intuition that seems to always be guiding me to the next highest level for my life and the impact that I know I'm here to make for constantly being in communion with me. And I'm so grateful for how beautiful that is. And how in tuned I can feel, and how blessed I feel, but to be able to take a deep breath that calms everything down and slows me down, which is where the true power is, because that's how I can access my peace. So when I start to contemplate all that, and I can really feel the gratitude, then it just softens my heart and my mind, and I relax and I know that all is well and life is truly happening for me, never to me. Always and in always. And yes, even during a global pandemic, you guys, there's no excuse. There's tons of businesses that are growing at this time, and there's tons that are not. I want you to start to connect the dots for yourself and choose who you will follow, what you will feed your mind. News and media and friends feeds right on social, and you get to take control back of where you want to feed your mind, where you want to focus. And I implore you to invest in a mentor. Whether it's me because you want to start up an online program and we're gonna be launching my six-figure blueprint early next year. It's completely sold out right now, or maybe you want to try online video mastery and to get over that fear because you've seen it make such a difference for hundreds of my students. We're gonna be opening that one in January, or perhaps for you it's just committing to maybe Deepak and and Oprah's 21-day gratitude challenge. Whatever it is for you, decide, invest, and commit. Because when you do that, you are now redirecting the focus of your mind to say that maybe be going on with the world, especially with the general election, but I refuse to get caught up in it. I'm going to own my own experience of this life and I'm going to take my power back. I'm going to leave you with this. Speaking of the election, I read this the other night and I posted it on my Instagram stories. And if we're not connected there, by the way, let's connect. Follow me on Instagram at Michelle Sorrow and I would love to follow you back. Let's connect there. But I wrote this as a as a point of view of I did not watch the debates um, the other night with Trump and Biden and inst- and obviously I knew I was going to get some of the cliff notes by the positive people that I that I follow on social but even then it was just out of control what I was seeing that night I decided not to unfollow them because I realized that the stakes are high for a lot of people but here's the reality y'all you want the fourth thing of how you can take your power back and grow your your life this year vote go to iwillvote.com and vote There's your consciousness. There's your answer. All the rest does not matter. Vote, vote, vote. Make your voice heard. So I'm gonna leave you with this. I am way less concerned with who you vote for than I am with how you treat the people that vote differently than you do. Because my friends, if you wanna live in a world of peace, you cannot divide on someone because they are one thing or the other or it doesn't look like yours. Have we not learned anything from the death of George Floyd? You guys take your power back by living in a world of unity and peace and love and joy and gratitude In deciding where you're going to focus and feed that with everything you have because your life depends on it, your business depends on it, and your emotional fitness depends on it. There are a lot of really sad, anxious people right now. You get to decide to lift them up by your own vibration and consciousness and be the embodiment of fire and soul or get caught up in it subconsciously. You get to choose right now. Are you going to take your power back? I love you all. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And I will be on next week with another edition of Fire and Soul. Talk to you soon.